is Femoir the Podcast. I am Brianna Hansen, and this here is the podcast where we talk about happiness, and we talk about comedy, and sometimes when we're talking about happiness, we talk about it comedically, and sometimes when we're talking about comedy, we talk about how it brings us happiness. <laughs> how about that for an introduction? Today, okay, today, as much as I sound wonky and wacky, I'm going to talk about vulnerability. And quick side note, I have an excellent microphone that I absolutely love. But um, just so you know, every once in a while, as you know, for those of you who, who listen regularly uh, in any capacity, you know that uh, I have thin walls. I do. I have thin walls. So uh, sometimes my neighborinos decide to do something weird and uh, and so you can hear it. You can hear it sometimes uh, through the walls. So if you hear something in the background that's like a sound of uh, weird laughter or something funky happening, that's my neighbors, guys. And what's funny is uh, today on the podcast, I want to talk about vulnerability. And if my neighbors can hear if I can hear my neighbors, that means they can hear me, which means as I'm recording all of these podcasts and, and as I'm talking about uh, these really kind of intense things in my life, intensity, or at least talking about things that make me feel honestly somewhat vulnerable, and and I've had many a conversation that has led to emotional outbursts and reactions that have been loud. I've cried myself to sleep a lot, is what I'm saying. Um, but that means that my neighbors can hear it. So if we're talking about vulnerability, guys, what's more vulnerable than having, you know, the person that you live right next to every single day hear your deepest, darkest secrets? Perhaps what's more vulnerable than that is sharing them on the internet in perpetuity, forever with whoever stumbles across it. Perhaps that's it. Perhaps that's it. Either way, guys, feeling wide open, feeling very vulnerable. But okay, so I, I do, I do, I'm, I'm touching on it lightly and funly, but funly. <laughs> oh God. I'm, ta- I'm nervous. Oh gosh, I just got nervous. I think that's why I'm kind of uh, beating around the bush. I got a little nervous about talking about vulnerability. Because one of the points I wanted to make about it, uh, which is coming up sooner than I wanted to make it, but if vulnerability is not something that we are taught uh, really at all. It is not an emotion or a state of being that we as humans, as a society, man, we're not really given much time a day. We don't give much time a day to that. And I don't necessarily think that's like a bad thing, but I think as a result, the times that we do start to feel vulnerable and we do start to feel nervous, we don't really know how to talk about it. I've gotten to a point in my life where I I am almost overly so communicative in a lot of ways. Sometimes I'm not. I can still be nervous and I can still be coy and I can still know when to shut my mouth sometimes. But uh, a lot of times I, I don't necessarily know uh, when to do that because I'm so overly communicative. And that comes from, you know, even willing to, if I'm not willing to say like, uh, for instance, I, okay, here, the reason, all this leads up to what I'm trying to get to. I once was uh, just in a conversation with someone relatively new and I shared this thing about myself and about, you know, what I felt about myself and something that happened in my past. Not dramatic guys, but something that just made me feel vulnerable. And and he kind of continued with the conversation in a different way. And I was like, I don't actually want to talk about myself anymore, which is a hard place to get to, guys, because I love talking about myself. But I don't want 
uh, talk about myself anymore because I feel really vulnerable. So I either want to, you know, we need to change gears or kind of if we want to make this an even conversation, I want you to share something. You don't have to share like your most vulnerable moment or secret or something, but just something so that we kind of even the playing field a little bit. I don't know if that was fair or unfair, but I was proud of myself for being able to say like, hold up, hey, uh, I need to I need to pause here because I'm feeling a little bit vulnerable. And what is okay? So, so let's get into let's get into it then. What is vulnerability? I, to me, it's that raw sense of kind of letting someone see a part of you that you didn't either set out to let them see, or that you don't share, or that you're not proud of, or something very kind of, you know, it's it's you show what is a seeming weakness of yourself. And uh, it doesn't always have to be, I don't think, this kind of deep and profound moment, though it often is depicted as that, uh, either in story or in, you know, like a visual, like a movie or something. You don't necessarily have to have this deep, deep, profound moment, but it is, uh, you know, kind of showing yourself and, and admitting something or sharing something. And gosh, it makes you feel, it makes you feel... Uh, gosh, I don't want to say vulnerable, but it makes you feel weak and it makes you feel embarrassed and it makes you feel like really human and really open to someone else and open to whatever they're going to throw at you. So in some ways, you know, vulnerability is just like you open up, you open up and in doing so you open up your circle a little bit and you're like, I am willing to take whatever it is that you're going to throw at me because, because I, I opened up, I opened up and I know what's going to come and I can hope for the best, but I also know that it's going to be the, it could be bad. And that is the inherent risk and vulnerability. And even though it seems weak, oh boy, vulnerability is so powerful and it is so strong and it is such a place of strength to say to someone, I am opening up myself to you and I am willing and tough enough to take whatever it is that you're going to you know, throw at me right now. It creates, I think because it's such a natural human response that has I don't know. I don't know science, but I would imagine our ability to be vulnerable has helped us as a species be more effective because we create deeper bonds and care about each other more um, as a result of those bonds that we're more willing to do things outside our own comfort zone and outside our own protection zone or protective zone in, in order to be better for the community as a whole or for someone or for some future because we care about someone or something outside ourselves. Because if we were just super selfish, uh, selfish in the bad way, because I use selfish a lot, but I mean this in the bad way, like just not seeing outside yourself, I think then we wouldn't. I mean, we wouldn't survive as a species. We wouldn't. Because like, there's a like, because we just wouldn't. In some ways, selfishness can be great, but it's not is uh, if it's your overall mo. So, um, so you know, I I'm not at all, and I hope I hope at no point do you ever think I'm an expert on anything that I'm talking about. I'm just a person who's willing to talk about it, and a person who's willing to put their voice out into the ether. Uh, and and be a part of the conversation or start a conversation about it. That's all that I ever purport or hope that I seem to purport to be. 
But there are some people who genuinely study vulnerability. In fact, um, one of Oprah's ladies, her name is Brene Brze. <laughs> her name is Brene Brown, and um, I'll include a link to you know some of her work, her website, and some videos on vulnerability in the show notes. But she has really interesting stuff, guys. She has really interesting uh, perspectives on it. I think not. I don't know her, and I don't know all of her body of work. But I do know that not a lot of people study what she's studying, and she's studying it at a highly academic level. I mean, she's PhDing that shit. Um, she's, you know, she's not just like oh, vulnerability is like something that we should talk about more, and you know, she's not just she's not doing it from, I don't know, that uh, she's not half-assing her study of vulnerability. I guess is what I want to say. And from watching her and just thinking about it in my own life, like I have found that as I have grown stronger as a person. That strength has been, has come as a direct result of my willingness to be more and more vulnerable. Because every time I open up, I uh, let something new in, and I like take it over like an amoeba, and it either tries to you know hurt me, and I I let it, but I grow from it because it's in, so it's gonna hurt me. Um, or what I let in helps me immensely and I grow stronger. Either way, the outcome is I survive and I grow stronger because putting yourself out there for the most part, I'm not talking about being vulnerable in like the trenches of World War One and just walking outside of the foxhole and being like, come and get me machine fire. I'm open to you. I don't mean that because that's dumb. I mean it in terms of like the emotional way and, and the risk-taking way and the, and the good risks, the good risk-taking way. <laughs> Uh, I'm the good risk taking way. The the I'm more willing to be open to people. I'm more willing to be hurt. Like this is somewhat personal, but I'll get into it for a second because we're talking about vulnerability. So I guess I'll show it. One of the things that I was talking about with a very good friend of mine recently is, um, you know, I I like dating and I like relationships and I like being in relationships and. I don't really have a problem being alone. I like being alone. I'm alone right now. I'm alone for a lot of hours of the day. I, I'm protective of my alone time, and I like myself. I'm a fan of myself, guys. But I, the reason I think I like relationships is, well, it's twofold. One, and this is the less vulnerable thing, but one is, you know, I'm not uh, super balanced by myself, so I'm good in relation with someone else. Even if it's a girlfriend, you know, whatever, um... I like being with someone else because they'll kind of get me up and about. But part of the reason I like uh, relationships is because uh, I'm willing to feel emotions. I'm willing to go into a new relationship knowing full well that these highs are likely going to be met with some intense lows. I'm. That's not to say I'll date anyone. Uh, it's also not to say I, I won't, but um, I mean, I do have some standards. But I mean, I like learning about myself in relation to others. I like being out of my comfort zone, and which is something I'll talk about in, in a future podcast. But I like comfort zones. That is um, not, I'm not going to go into details of every relationship, but I mean, I sometimes people are like, are you, how do you, you know, do that? And I, it's not that I don't deal with the emotions. It's not that I don't get super sad when something ends or get really hurt from things. It's that like, I am willing to get hurt again. And that is something I'm protective of. I, uh, I don't, I don't think, yeah, I've learned, but I've also not grown bitter 
I'm not just like, screw boys, screw men. I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to deal with them. I'm like, there's a lot of good guys out there, you know? So whatever. And when I go into it, I'm not, you know, when it's, whenever it's good, I'm not like, oh, well, this is going to end because they always end. I'm just like, cool. I am so lucky that I get to experience, uh, you know, this happiness. I'm so lucky that I get to experience whatever this affection or this, this experience or this person, like I get to, I get that. That's cool. And I wouldn't have that otherwise. It's an, and you know, the reason I guess I feel vulnerable about that is because, um, well, first of all, I'm I'm highly protective of uh, the details of my personal life. So if you ask me details, I'm not going to tell you because it's not your business, uh, and I don't want it to be your business. And it ain't gonna become your business because it's my business and it's the business of me and whoever I'm dating. And then also a couple of my best friends; they know everything. But other than that, it is nobody business. Um, but I guess I just I just mean it because that is. It feels it feels uh, feels kind of vulnerable. Like I feel open admitting that like that's kind of why. Like I'm willing to get hurt. I'm willing to go into a relationship being like this guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to I'm gonna choose to open up to him, and uh, he can do with it what he will. Um, no, no, duh. I really want, I was going to go into a specific detail of a relationship in which that happened, but here's the thing. It's, I don't, I don't want to, not because I'm unwilling to be vulnerable, but I, because I'm so protective of my privacy, but I'll give you the a general gist of the idea that I wanted to communicate. There is something this, for instance, in this particular relationship, uh, some things went down and and we were forced to be very vulnerable with each other. And I'm not saying, oh gosh, now I feel like I have to give you the details so you don't think it's something more intense than it is. It's not something intense. There's not, but just, you know, there was not communication happening on something and then and then uh, communication began happening. And, and it was like really hard because for the first time in this communication, um, in this particular instance... I, we both were kind of admitting that we wanted, uh, we were admitting that we wanted to work on whatever it was and that we were admitting that, you know, we cared enough and that we weren't perfect and that all these things were going on. And so that was really interesting. And I, and I felt uh, it's the first time that I felt so vulnerable and I had conversations with people that, you know, had dated or whatever that, um, in which I hadn't you know, I theoretically had that vulnerability where I'd found out things and I had to confront them in some ways. But for some reason, this one was different because it was very like there was no outside force. It was all internal for both of us. It was an internal thing that was happening in both of us. Uh, more him. Oh God, I don't want to go into the details of it, but but that but that was super hard. And and because I think we as a culture are not taught to be vulnerable, it was even harder, especially for him, because it's harder for dudes. God, it's harder for men to be vulnerable. It's harder for you guys to be willing to cry and show your emotion and show seeming weakness because it seems like it's a weakness, but it's not. It is such a strength. And it's hard to, you know, be out, out with the out with the emotion. So, you know, I say I, I give that example because that's a, you know, something that happened that in my life that taught me a great lesson. Like I wouldn't trade the relationship and what happened with it or or within it for anything because I got to learn a lot about myself. I get to learn how I am in response to that. I get to learn what it is, you know, what happens in other people and what's happening in other people's minds and, and bodies and how they can and cannot react in, 
you know, what compatibility really even is. I get to learn that. And that's freaking cool. It's cool to learn. And I don't know. I think that's, I think the biggest thing, and again, I'll talk about, uh, I'll talk about comfort zone in a, in a future episode, but the biggest thing that I think vulnerability does is it's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. And uh, because we don't talk about it all that much, we're not really taught to deal with it. So it's uncomfortable almost for everyone involved, except for people who are really comfortable with invulnerability. So by showing more vulnerability, you do two things to strengthen yourself. One, you make people feel more willing to be vulnerable around you because you have an inherent comfort in it. Not that it's not ever going to be, it's always going to be, and to some degree, uncomfortable, but because you've done it before and because you're willing to show it or what, however you get to that point, because of that, you, you get to be, you get to be that kind of strength for other people, which is a really cool service to provide humanity, but more so even you get to, I don't know, you get out of your comfort zone every time that you become more vulnerable. And so you, um, you grow your comfort zone into something bigger and bigger. And it does the same purpose as, you know, being that for someone else. You get to be stronger and you get to be more vulnerable. And, and oh gosh, I'll give you one more example. And this is not, uh, this is nothing to do with my own relationships. Thank God, because I really, I really don't like talking about them <laughs> with the, with the ether. I really like talking about with like two specific people and that's it. But, um, this is, this is an example. So, People, I think I've talked, I may have talked about this once before, but uh, I talk about giving and receiving gifts and I'll try and look through my podcast to see if there's something um, for it. But giving a gift is, it seems like the strong uh, perspective, not perspective. It seems like the strong thing to do, right? When I give you a gift, I'm seemingly the one in control. I'm the one who has the power. You are now the one who owes me something. Theoretically, at its grossest, kind of more like banal way, that's kind of the the idea behind a gift giving. So that is why so many people are uncomfortable, I think, receiving a gift because receiving a gift is the vulnerable position. It's the position of there is something I was lacking that you are now providing. And now I am... I, it is up to me to be grateful to you. I am like in debt to you in some capacity. It's the, it's a bit more of the vulnerable position. And, and I think that's why people thwart gifts and they thwart compliments. They, they say like, oh no, you know, um, and I'll include a link to this, but I, I did a, a blog for Miss in the Biz, a website that I write for once about taking a compliment because it's so easy to be like, no, no, no. And immediately, no, no, you're not going to get, no, you're not going to give me that gift. No, no. And and just to push it away either because of your own insecurities or because you just, I think deep down, we don't want to give someone a seemingly place of power, but, but okay. So this is, there's a woman, my mom's bestest friend when she was growing up was a woman named Wanda. Wanda was the coolest lady I have ever met. And I didn't even get the opportunity to, to meet her all that much. God, I wish I had had more time with her, but she was freaking cool. She was so cool. And, uh, she just had this, um, sparkling energy. I don't know how else to describe it. And I don't want to make it so like loosey goosey, but that's really, she was just really unique and really giving and really loving. 
So fast forward several several years ago, Wanda comes down with cancer pretty bad in a couple places, and she starts having to fight it. She doesn't have uh, the money, and I'm I'm oversimplifying the story, but essentially, uh, my mom and several others got together to help her, and you know, give her gifts, gifts, physical gifts and monetary gifts. And um, the thing about giving Wanda a gift was you, even though like, and this gets to the vulnerability. So you give Wanda a gift, right? She, you didn't know who was getting and who was giving the gift. She was so gracious and so grateful about receiving the gift that she, you know, needed whether or not she needed it, um, which usually she did a lot of times, but she was so gracious and grateful about it that just in her thank you and in her response to it, the gift giver suddenly is like crying. They're the ones that somehow feel vulnerable. Like they feel like they owe a debt of gratitude, not a debt of gratitude, a debt of gratitude to, to Wanda. And, and she didn't do it in a manipulative way. She just was like that type of person. She was so comfortable in her own vulnerability and she just had an amazing energy as it was. But I, but I say that because I think about that all the time. I think about that when people help me out. I have had to have a lot of help and it's, um, not something I'm also super proud of, but I have had to have help. And, and it's like not, it's not a place of power and it feels gross and it, it feels gross immediately. And then you're like, yeah, but that's what this earth is for, is for helping each other. Again, if we were all just, you know, crazy, selfish people, we would never survive. We never would have survived, selfish in the gross way. But that's that's what I think it's it's so cool about um, vulnerability, is it's such a place of power. And and I, w- I wish that we could learn to all receive gifts like Wanda. I certainly have, have tried to take that in when even with a compliment or with something that someone gives me. I try and be nothing but gracious and grateful. So that I can actually receive the gift. I'm open to it. I'm opening myself up. I'm becoming vulnerable. And I say, in not so many words, even if it's just a simple thank you, I say, I needed this. You were thoughtful. You are good to me. Thank you for this. I look forward to being able to help you in the future or just thank you for this moment. You know, it's just a, it's a place of power. And I wish we talked about it more. And I think that's why this is, you know, I'm, I'm still going strong. And so are my neighbors, if you can hear them. I'm still going strong um, talking about it. But I just find it so interesting and, and I hope maybe this starts a conversation with you or someone that you care about and, um, or, you know, inspires you to have a conversation that's an uncomfortable one and a conversation that you need to have and allow yourself to be a little more vulnerable. Listen, guys, I'm somewhat sensitive. This is not something I'm super proud of, but I actually will cry during movie previews, okay? Movie previews. And I used to hide it. I used to hide that I cried. Sometimes YouTube videos will get me, oh God, dogs seeing their owners that they haven't seen in a long time. Just thinking about it, I can't go into it. I will start crying. But that type of stuff, like I used to fight it and hide it. But then I'm like, it's who I am. And it, you know, I cry. I'm a person who will cry. Not all the time unreasonably. Sometimes when hormones are taking over, it's unreasonable, but not all the time. But there, you know, it's why. So this thing affected me. So I'm gonna let myself be affected so people can see it. That's okay. That's okay. So I hope, you know, it's uh, 
I've been using this example a lot, but it's a lot like spicy food. Once you realize, like I did, spicy food just is spicy to everybody. It's not that your mouth is having this crazy adverse reaction to it, unless you're allergic or something. Like, don't eat spicy if you do if you're allergic. I'm trying to say that. But unless you're having like a crazy reaction to it, that's just what spicy food does. It spices in your mouth. I thought I couldn't handle spicy food because for so long I was like, no, oh no, it makes me, it ha- I had this like crazy, my mouth feels hot and I feel uncomfortable, my eyes water, my nose runs. That's why I thought I couldn't have spicy food. Turns out that that's what spicy food does and it happens to everyone. So now I eat it. I don't go crazy on it, but I eat it because that's what, that's what it is. It's fun. It's fun to have spice in your food. Spice up your life. Uh, people of the world, like the Spice Girls who are on the... Can you hear them? Who are on the other side of the wall. They're very loud. But that's, um, yeah, so that's what, I say that as a spicy example because everybody cries. It's sad to me that if you don't, oh gosh, I'm going to cry for you. You know what, speaking of crying, these people are driving me insane. Um, but everybody, you know, so allow yourself to feel whatever emotion it is because it is natural and it is human. Even if you don't know why you're crying sometimes, that's all right. Uh, it happens to everybody. It happens to everybody. Just allow yourself to be who you are because it makes you more human. I'm going to stop because, uh, one, the party is picking up next door. <laughs> and two, this is long enough. This has been long enough. I just, I get, I get excited that I can, I don't know, this, it just feels good to talk about it. So let's keep the conversation going. Um, show notes and more, briannahanson.com. You can follow me on the Twitters at, at the Brianna Hansen. Uh, I'll have Lots of this stuff up. Uh, If you're listening to this on the iTunes, please subscribe. It's free, and I'm going to keep it that way. And, uh, you know, maybe give it a little rating and a comment. Help people find it. I'd appreciate it. Okay, that is all. I'm going to go next door and party it up because it sounds like that's ready to party yet. Okay, bye. Honestly, do you hear them? Jesus H. Christ.